You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 215, Leadership Lessons from the Gospel of Matthew, Part 3. Now, if you've been with us the last couple of weeks, you know we've been pulling some, some leadership thoughts from the Sermon on the Mount. And you, you may have read the Sermon on the Mount. That's Matthew uh, chapters 5, 6, and 7 before. and It's really a powerful sermon. And you may not have ever really thought of it in the, the terms of leadership or in that context. But, but I think if you'll go back and listen to those two podcasts, if you haven't heard them, you'll see that the things that we pull out make so much sense when leaders apply them. And so we're going to keep that up. I want to thank you so much for all the great feedback for those episodes. We'll be kind of moving forward. We'll be finishing up in Matthew today and then moving forward into uh, Mark and Luke and John as well, pulling leadership lessons from those great gospels as well. But before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Miracles in Mark. We'll be jumping into Mark next week looking at some leadership thoughts and insights, but I want to let you know that this book um, will really make an impact on you and your own personal Bible study. Miracles in Mark focuses on all of the miracles and signs that Jesus performed. Mark was much more concerned with what Jesus said, excuse me, with what Jesus did than what he said. There's much less teaching in Mark than there is in Matthew or uh, Luke or John, Mark is concerned with Jesus' actions. And so we see so many healings, uh, miracles, signs, nature miracles, and also setting people free from evil spirits. So check it out. It's great for personal Bible study and for group study. And while you're at it, check out my video course that's uh, the companion course for Miracles in Mark. There's over 25 videos um, that are a part of this course. There's a curriculum. There's exams. It's a great, great way to, to, to really broaden your knowledge, but also your revelation and understanding of God's Word. Another great uh, tool and resource that you can use to, to benefit yourself, but also a group study if you've got a group Bible study. These videos are all pretty short. I don't think any of them are longer than about 15 minutes, and they make a great basis for you to bounce off of and ask discussion questions. So check it out. There'll be links in the show notes, and I know they will help you. Well, today we're going to finish up talking about leadership from uh, Matthew, and we're going to um, wrap up a couple of things that he says in the Sermon on the Mount that I think are very applicable for those of us who are in a leadership role. First of all, I'm going to read a passage of Scripture from Matthew chapter 7, and uh, we're going to read verses 1 through 5. It says, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged, for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard 
by which you will be judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your own eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite, first rid, get rid of the log in your own eye, and then you will see well enough to deal with the speck that's in your friend's eye. Well, how about that? You know, this is something that you hear a lot. Um, people who really don't understand Christianity or don't understand Jesus' words um, talk about judging and how we should never judge. And, you know, the reality is this is one verse pulled out of the entire body of what Jesus taught. And there are plenty of places where we are told to judge correctly. Now, let's just look at the context here. Um, Jesus is saying, don't look down on people. He's saying, don't judge someone. Don't be judgmental with them if you have issues in your own life that needs to be dealt with. And that is a fair statement, and it's something we need to take to heart. You know, I think one of the things as, as leaders, as managers, as supervisors, as team leaders, whatever role you find yourself in, we all understand that there are going to be times when we are called to, call it whatever you want, judge a team member or employee's behavior, critique an employee or team member's behavior, coach a team member, bring correction or discipline to a team member, or an employee because of something they've done, maybe a violation of company rules, etc. So in a sense, this is judging. And that person could say, well, who are you to judge me? Well, it has to do with roles. It has to do with roles, and it has to do with authority, and it has to do with position. Now, the key here is, what is our attitude? You know, maybe you've been in those meetings where you've done something wrong and you're being called on the carpet for it and you've been treated and made to feel like you were about half an inch tall by your boss or supervisor who sat behind their desk and berated you. Or maybe you've had that other situation where you've been called on the carpet and you expected to be chewed out, but instead it was dealt with in a better way. Your, 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 your mistake was pointed out. Make no mistake about that. You know, there was correction involved, but the way that it was done was much more redemptive and much kinder. And I think that's really what we're talking about here. You know, as a leader, as a, as a supervisor, as a manager, team leader, whatever we might be, there will be times when we have to judge. And so Jesus, the context that he gives us here, he basically says, don't be judged or don't judge people and you won't be judged. Well, that's exactly right. However, depending on our role or position, we may have to. But I love the fact that Jesus says, you know, look, make sure you've dealt with your own business first. You know, I, I was one time when I was a police officer, I made a mistake, did something I shouldn't have done. And I was taken to task for it. I was disciplined for it. That's fine. I expected that. I was a young police officer. You make mistakes. But what was amazing, and it's still 30-something years later as I look back, the, 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 the manager who inflicted the discipline was involved, was doing basically the same kind of things that, that they got onto me about. And it was a customer service issue 
but they were already doing it. I've seen them do it. And there, there was no correction taken for them because of their position. And so, you know, look, we're all going to be put in those roles where we have to bring correction, coach, discipline, whatever we call it. And that could be construed as judging. But again, it goes back to our position and our role. And you know, there's something about humility. Because humility doesn't even really judge. Humility wants to fix the problem. Humility wants to help the person get better. Humility um, in a supervisor or a leader, um, we're not looking down our nose at people. We're not acting like we're better than they are, which really is the essence of judgment. Humility says, yeah, you know what, I've made mistakes too. Let's fix this. And we work on it and we help the person get better. Another really important verse in Matthew is one that, you know, we've all heard this. It's the golden rule. It's Matthew 7, um, verse 12. Uh, Maybe you were taught this as a child. Maybe you were taught this in Sunday school. But it says, do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. Jesus said, do to others what you want them to do to you. Now, other religious leaders, world religious leaders, have had variations of this. They would say, don't do to others what you don't want them to do to you, or something like that. But Jesus is the only one who makes it positive. He says, do to others. Treat others the way that you want to be treated. What a powerful leadership lesson this is. Do you enjoy being micromanaged? Probably not. So let's be proactive and not micromanage our people. Do you appreciate when your leader looks out for you, when you've got a personal problem and they check up on you and see how things are going? Well, so will your people. Um, Do you appreciate it when you get a card or a note or a nice email or a text or when your boss acknowledges your good job in front of other people? Probably so. In the same way, your people will appreciate it as well. What are things that we as the boss, we as the leader, we as the team leader, the manager, the supervisor, whatever role we fill, what are things that we can do that our people are going to love, that they're going to benefit from. Treat them the way that we would want to be treated. If we're dealing with a a personal issue, a family crisis or whatever, how do we want to be treated? Well, it's probably similar to the way they're going to want to be treated. And if we can get that in, in in our lives as leaders, if we can put that in our toolbox as leaders to treat our people the way that we want to be treated, man, they're going to be so loyal. They're going to be so appreciative. And, you know, it's really going to create so much of a better work environment. Well, we're going to wrap up there. Just a quick recap. We said to judge or not to judge. Well, it really has to do with our attitude and it has to do with our role. And, you know, there's always going to be times when we have to judge behavior, when we have to judge performance, when we have to critique That's part of being a leader. But at the same time, when we approach that same situation with humility, 
we're not really looking down our nose at that person and, and, and judging them per se. We're wanting to fix the problem and make things better. And then the second one was the golden rule. The second leadership lesson we're talking about today for Matthew from the Sermon on the Mount is the golden rule. Treat others. Do to others what you would like them to do to you. What a powerful, powerful principle for us as leaders to live by. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. I'd love for you to go over to davidspell.com and uh, leave a comment. If you've got any thoughts on this important subject, uh, just leave a comment, a comment in the comment section for today's post, or you can always email me at david at davidspell.com. I always appreciate the great feedback. Uh, make sure while you're there you sign up to get my free newsletter so we can stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to treat others the way you want to be treated.